Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here he is, our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Chaldone. Hello there, sir. Happy uh, Valentine's Day weekend to you. <laughs> I keep checking my mail. I, know, I didn't get a candy heart from you. Oh, because we don't celebrate the Hallmark holiday. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Valentine's I guy. Know. You know, I to, to, totally created. But I think it's a good opportunity once a year, at least talk about love, talk mm-hmm. about relationships, talk about the people God has put into our lives. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of worthwhile. In the it end. is. It You know, and it's a shame that, you know, they just pick one day when you really should celebrate the people in your lives every day, you know. And and Valentine's Day, having been a victim of this myself, there's a, there's a lot of pressure. And a yep. lot of problems are created by this day when you don't get the right thing, say the right thing, do the right thing. The expectations are high for for something and it doesn't come through. And really, it's just another day. You know, but- I think, you know, that uh, the other thing, too, is you're out of the game a while, Sheldon. I don't know if it's still <laughs> like that. You think it's still that bad? I think it, I think I it is it's... based on, on the ads and the commercials no. and, uh, you know, the gift give begins with this and whatnot and diamonds and, you know. <laughs> I think it's all about just really being grateful to God for the people he's given us in our lives and yes. recognizing, gee whiz, where will we be? You know, without our friends, without our loved ones, without mm-hmm. the spouses we have and the, the kids that we've been blessed with, like all of that stuff kind of adds up. You know, one of our friends, our mutual friend, Stephanie, she was at mm-hmm. uh, mass this week with her husband, five kids, right? Yeah. Amazing people. That's the kind of love that kind of tells you God is with us and we're not alone. We need those examples around us all the time. A lot of us, you know, have these different moments where we're full of friends. And then we have these moments where we're less <laughs> of friends, friends, you know, you know, it, it, it's That's funny. Okay. No, it is because I, I read something recently about how, you know, friendships sometimes just go their course. They just, yeah. you know, you're friends and then you just no arguments, no, no animosity. No, no. It just kind of it. you just move on from it. Like it had to do elementary school friends. You know, some yeah. of us keep in touch, but, you know, you move on from that and college friends and work friends. But they've all touched you in some way and you keep that memory with you. And uh, a couple of years ago, I bumped into one of my, my grammar school friends, Tommy Capel. It was so funny. <laughs> and his mom was literally uh, she was dying. She He needed uh, some help. But yeah. I, I was like such a beautiful moment for me to kind of reconnect with this guy. I haven't seen him probably since sixth grade, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, what a great opportunity, though. And like I was in and I was out. And that's OK. And I and still like okay. I sent him an email that's now and fun. then. How you doing? But uh, and so does he with me. But it's kind of cool. Like, you know, it brought back some great memories and like a great gang I used to hang around with. You know, right. when I was a kid. you know, and that's fine because we all move on from things. But as long as you keep those memories and like you said, you're mm-hmm. here, he's there. Everything is good. Everything is happy. So, you know, you know, the universe is happy with that. He owns one of those anti-ants pretzels, Sheldon. He's a good guy to be friends with. Trust me about that. Trust me. It's interesting, though. I think that's what God gives us in our lives. You know, these people in these different moments that carry us through, even when somebody passes away, sometimes mm-hmm. there's this moment, like somebody draws near, helps us through, and then they, they've they done, like, in a sense, what the Lord has asked them to do, and they can step yeah. back a little bit. Amazing that my mom was dying. The neighbors stepped in. It was amazing how helpful they were to my dad mm-hmm. and me. And then they moved. They moved to California after that. Like, kind of sent from God for a little right. bit of time to be with us at this critical moment and mm-hmm. then uh, off they went a beautiful beautiful gift so we're looking at that gift today the gift of love the gift of relationships don't worry you're not gonna have to get me a candy heart <laughs> Sheldon. we're not celebrating that goofy holiday but it's all about recognizing what it's really all about this first song explains that this is glenn fry it's called true love
Glenn Fry, true love. You know, I think how we find out the answer to what true love is, is sort of ask yourself what's fake love, right? Fake love is loving somebody because of what they have or position or access or money or something like that. I think true love gets beyond all of that, right? True love is just about the relationship and the laughter and the meaning and the joy. There's something very deep about that. We're called to have true love with God and our relationship with God. Same kind of thing, right? To be able to get beyond the thingdom and get to the kingdom. And there's something really good about that. Even in the people in our lives who we have true love for, you know, think about that. That's really what it is. It's about everything sort of being stripped away, but there's still that love that's there. And that's that depth of who we're called to be. I have a number of friends who've had 
had like tragic accidents in their lives, people I've met along the way, and it's left them either incapacitated in some way or um, severely, you know, uh, dealing with health issues or mobility issues. And regardless, their love relationships never changed. Isn't that interesting? Because it wasn't about mobility. It wasn't about ability. It was about the depth of love. That kind of love, I think, touches upon God. And that's the love that I think is about true love that we're called to take a look at today, too. A lot more than a candy heart, huh? In the end, that makes a big, big difference. Here's 38 Special. It's called Caught Up in You.
Podcast 38 special, Caught Up in You. Interesting, when we get caught up in the depth of what love is about, we get caught up in God. There's a connection there. You can't get away from it. It's an amazing thing. You know, how many times have I done a baptism of a couple that might not be that aware of the presence of God in their lives before the birth of their child? But once they get involved in the birth of their child, and there's this immense love, and the byproduct of that immense love is this little baby who I'm about to baptize, guess what? They get caught up in God, too. They get caught up in that. So many times, the young people of our lives, the children that we have, um, are the ones who bring us back to faith. I know in my own family, my sister and I were the ones who kept my parents going to church when we were little kids. And then after a while, you know, they got caught up in us, and we were the ones who were always the ones who were being told by them to go to church. There's something great about that, to recognize the power of what that depth of love does. It connects us to God. It changes us forever. And that change is such a beautiful thing because it kind of connects us to something much bigger than ourselves, much bigger than the person. And that relationship that gets caught up with God in the middle of it all is something that just grows and develops and just beats with a, with a love that just gives meaning to our lives. Here's Warren Zevon. This is called Keep Me in Your Heart. Shadows are falling and I'm running out of breath. Keep me in your heart for a while. If I leave you, it doesn't mean I love you any less. Keep me in your heart for a while. When you get up in the morning and you see that crazy sun, keep me in your heart for a while. There's a train leaving nightly called when all is said and done. Keep me in your heart for a while. Shine Simple things around the house Maybe you'll think of me and smile You know I'm tied to you Like the buttons on your blouse Keep me in your heart for a while Hold me in your thoughts Take me to your dreams Touch me as I'm falling Headed north to Pleasant Stream Keep me in your heart for a while These wheels keep turning But they're running out of steam Keep me in your heart for a while Shalom Sha la 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 
for a while I'm really hoping Warren Zevon gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He deserves it, that's for sure. Keep me in your heart. There's something good about that, that love really does last. It kind of remains. You want the proof of that? It's easy. Think about somebody you love who's gone before you. We love them still because love is spiritual. It's not physical. So we don't need people physically around us to love them. When they go home to God, we still love them, right? I still love my mom. She's home with God. There's something about that that's important to see in our lives, that the love may change. It may develop. It may change in its, its way that it's approached but the love does remain. And there's something beautiful about that for us because we get caught up in the loss, of course, of people that we love and how how painful that is, but they stay in our hearts. It's amazing, right? The gift of music is an interesting thing too because as these people go home to God, people like David Crosby, you know, uh, Warren Zevon, Glenn Fry, a number of people we're playing today, John Lennon, Joe Cocker, have all gone home to God. But the reality is their music remains and the music that represents different moments of our lives remains. So you could hear your wedding song and it brings you right back. The music they've created is part of that linkage to God that's kind of an important thing to see in our lives, you know? There are certain artistic moments that become spiritual moments that link us forever to the power of God in our lives. That's a good thing. Here's a new one from Ozzy Osbourne, Goodbye to Romance. Yesterday has been and gone Tomorrow
is Ozzy Goodbye to Romance. It can't always be about romance, can it? No, uh, love gets beyond romance. It gets to another stage of depth that becomes more meaningful, right? There's something good about that in our lives, too. Of course, there's that, you know, the courting state, right, where we're dating somebody and we're kind of falling in love with them. We're getting to know them better. They're getting to know us. They meet the significant others in our lives, you know, and we, we share back and forth. But then something happens, right? The courting is kind of over and something deep begins to happen. Romance changes into love in such a way that it's that commitment forever. You know, and there's something beautiful about that. I look at a couple that's married 50 years plus, and when I see them, I say to myself, my God, can you imagine this beautiful love? Like, you know, it's not about marrying a cheerleader anymore or a football player, but it's about marrying a person who we love much, much more deeply than we could have ever imagined. That gets caught up in God, you know, that gets caught up in God. And there's something so important about that in our lives that it changes us. It helps us to understand what love is all about. Everybody out there, in a way, is a doctor of love, you know, because we've done that, right? We've all loved people in so many different ways and in so many different levels. But when we get to that deep level, we know we're caught up in something special and something that we want to do forever. And there we go. That's where marriage kind of makes the most sense, right? In that love that's going to be forever. Here's Bob Dylan, True Love Tends to Forget.
I'm on Senior Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about Valentine's Day today. Yuck. But more importantly, we're talking about love and the depth of relationships and how important that is in our lives. True love tends to forget. Bob Dylan. Interesting, right? What does that talk about, really? Well, you know what? True love is able to forget certain things, is able to forgive certain things, amazing things, right? And that's an important thing to recognize in our lives. I remember once being called as a young priest to go anoint somebody with the anointing of the sick, with the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. So I, I went to their house and I was anointing this man who was clearly very ill and very near going home to God. And his wife came over and she said, you know, Father, he was uh, so unfaithful to me. And uh, she said, you know, he was quite a scandal in our family for most of his life. And I said, and you you have him back here in your home? So she said, yeah, well, he needed a place to die. And where else but the place with me and this house that we had together all of these years? Like true love forgets all of the garbage. It's amazing. And the depth of that, I, I was always struck by that. That probably happened to me 30-something years ago, and I never forgot it. I never forgot that encounter with deep love that I was a witness to. And I said, wow, can you imagine that kind of love? The love that forgets infidelity and brokenness. That's what the depth of love is about. That's kind of what we celebrate with Valentine's Day in its purest form, right? It's not about candy and roses. No, it's about that depth of true love forgetting that calls us to back to one another. Here's John Lennon. This is called Jealous Guy. I was dreaming of the past And my heart was beating fast
almost always an indicator of a relatively immature love or person who has some issues with it because jealousy really and love don't go together very well. I used to see that when I was in high school um, working in the uh, Catholic high school. These kids who would be going out with each other, they get jealous of each other, right? And say, well, she was out with her friends the other night and I was home, you know, it's terrible. I wanted to be with her. It's interesting. And I used to say to them, does your mom and dad, like, do they go to the food supermarket together? Do they go to the gas station together? Do they go to work together? No, of course not, right? Because love is much deeper than that. And so the, the petty jealousies that we experience pull us away, in, in a sense, from love, pull us away from what a real relationship's about. The maturity of love allows the other to be the other. Right. So you can be with your friends. And that doesn't mean that there's a major problem. And all of my married friends who have healthy marriages, you know, they say that, oh, my wife's got a you know, ladies night tonight or the guys are going out to something tonight. There's something beautiful about that. Right. We maintain our friends, but we have that deep love for that other person. So jealousy, it's always going to end up tough for us. And we have to sort of pray to get beyond jealousy in our lives all the time, no matter what our job is, no matter what our life is. Important thing to do. Here's the traveling Wilburys is called Handle with Care. Shut down You're the best thing that I've ever found Handle me with care Reputations changeable Situations tolerable But baby you're adorable Handle me with care I'm so Handle me with care I'm so tired of 
of the matter is love does really need to be handled with care, right? It has to be treated so gingerly because it's a precious gift. All precious gifts need to be handled with care, right? There's something so important about that. And so how do we care for a love relationship? Well, it's about being attentive to the little things because the small things matter, right? It's about being aware all the time that this is a gift from God. Gratefulness for the person, gratefulness for the gift of love. That helps us to sort of handle the other with a sense of care and concern. It's about, you know, mutual interests, but also acknowledgement and support for different interests. And there's something great about that. You know, the other person may be into running. You're not a runner. But to be interested in the running life of the one you love, there's something about that that's so important in our lives, you know, and also that common sense of spirituality, right, that we pray with each other, that we have an ability to kind of pray with each other and be with one another in that spiritual way as well. I know a number of friends of mine who literally say prayers before they go to bed, husbands and wives who say prayers before they go to bed. There's something so meaningful about that. Um, I think that's such a deep sign of what marriage and love is about. It really makes all the difference in the world. Those components talk about the care of love. Here's Joe Cocker with a little help from my friends. Stand up and walk out on me Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song I will try not to sing out of key yeah. Oh baby, how I All I need is my brother I say I'm gonna get high Tell don't it say it no more
Then there's that other level of love that we celebrate all the time, the love of friendship and friends who we truly love. That's a different level. That's not the marital love, but it's another love that's very, very deep, right? It talks about that commitment and that sense of trust that helps us to be with another person, knowing that they would never betray us, knowing that they will always be there for us, knowing that they accept us where we're at and that they can laugh with us and cry with us and support us through it all. When you find somebody like that, boy, that's a tremendous gift in life. I'm lucky enough to have a couple of people like that in my life, but not many. I'll tell you that. And that when you find that person, boy, you really need to be grateful to God for that because that's an amazing gift to have in life, you know? We have lots of different levels of friends, right? We have associates and, you know, amigos and all kinds of different things that are buddies. Um, you know, there's something great about that. But the depth of friendship, it's an amazing thing when we have that because that's that kind of simpatico that is complementary that helps us through life. Hopefully that that kind of relationship feeds 
you know, our marriages. It feeds those deep relationships we have with people, too, because they become sources of strength and support for us to help us through. That's all from God, and we're called to be grateful for that today and every day of our lives. So important. Here's Jackson Brown, Love Needs a Heart. Jackson Brown, love needs a heart. That's the truth of the matter. It can't just be about what we give one another. It can't just be about gifts or trips or money. It has to ultimately be about just the gift of love itself. That's really what going to church is about, if you think about it, that 
our God needs us to be his heart in this world. And so there's something so important about us recognizing that and being charged up with that so we can carry that in our lives. The gift of the Eucharist is that, right? When we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, we kind of become part of him in such a way that we're called to be embodiment of his love in this world. We change other people by how we live our lives. And how we don't live our lives changes other people too. So there's something interesting about that, you know, that love needs a heart to live in so that it becomes action. And that's such a beautiful thing. It can be a concept, sure, but it needs an action. Once it gets an action, boom, then things start to happen. Kind of like electricity. You can't have a bag of electricity. Hook it up to something, you know it's there. We need to be hooked up to love. Then we can kind of bring it to other people and help the world to see that love matters and love's a very important gift, that's for sure. Here's Metallica, Nothing Else Matters.
Metallica saying it all, nothing else matters. The truth of the matter is, yeah, nothing else really does matter. What matters more than anything is that ability to love, to share love, and to build a deeper love all the time. The love of God, the love of our faith, the love of our community, of course, the love of a spouse, the love of our friends. That's what it is. Nothing really else does matter. In the end, what's it going to be about? It's going to be about faith. It's going to be about hope. It's going to be about love. I didn't make that up. That's from the Bible. But that's the truth. In the end, that's what's going to be around. So let's celebrate that gift and use it every day. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaughn, and it's engineered and produced by a man of love, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs> <laughs>